Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to the Healing Elevates Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Bernadette Jackson, CEO and lead strategist at Her Consulting Group and the creator of Her Way Relationship Intensive Course. This podcast was created as a response to my desire to redefine how the world views women with daddy issues. I release a new episode every week, so expect to hear me and my guests discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insights from the perspective of a fatherless daughter and the people who love and support us. If this is your first time here, here's what I want you to know. You deserve amazing relationships, and nothing you've done or experienced disqualifies you from that. But here's the thing. Amazing relationships with others happen after you cultivate an amazing relationship with yourself. And how do you do that? Self-discovery, healing, and accessing your authenticity. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. So my friends and I talk about the complexities and the nuances of relationships almost every single day. It's just the nature of the work that we all chose. And one day last month, I heard this ping in my DMs and I saw an IG post that read, Being the first man to treat a woman right is the worst experience you can have as a man when it comes to relationships. It sparked a very interesting conversation because it helped us all to understand what it's like on the other side of the fence of a person who has a disconfirming experience. I knew that this was the perfect topic to discuss on the last week of Couples Appreciation Month because I recall the conversations that I had with the couples that I featured in the last three weeks. And two things stood out to me. Number one is that prior to their relationships with their husbands, the women had not experienced relationships where they felt seen, supported, loved, and truly safe. Their marriage was a disconfirming experience for them. And two was that their husbands had the patience of Job in that they were not deterred by their wives setting all of these booby traps to test the strength and the longevity of the relationship before they could relax into the love that they were experiencing in the way that they had always wanted to experience it. So let's start out the way we always do by defining terms. A disconfirming experience are the experiences that we have that show us the opposite of what has been our norm. Here's an example from my life. My norm was relationships where I felt the constant need to prove I was worthy to be loved in relationships with men who were emotionally unavailable. I took their lack of interest in marriage as a challenge to perform every wifely duty I could think of to give them a taste of what they would get if they married me. Meanwhile, I knew that I would not be happy in these relationships because these men were not able to give me what I needed in terms of emotional support or even just the the intellectual conversations and the experiences that I wanted to have. And yet I still pursued these relationships. 
I want you to understand that it's important to note that these experiences were more about what I accepted due to the belief that I had about myself and what I deserved and less about the men that I had these experiences with. See, I had not seen any healthy relationships growing up and I had no idea how to attract them and how to maintain them when I had the opportunity to experience them. So I experienced cycle after cycle of wanting to be in a great relationship, settling into what I knew and was comfortable with, which wasn't great. Rewriting the narrative of what I experienced in that relationship to make it more bearable and then launching into my campaign to convince these men I had no business being with in the first place that I should be their future wife, knowing that they would not give me what I needed. This was a me issue, not a them issue. But healing helped me to see this and really understand what it was that I was doing. Because prior to that, I did not take any responsibility at all for my part in the experiences that I had. I remember the first time that I had a guy who was dating me and he was emotionally available. He wanted to know me deeply. He showed up for me in ways that I had never experienced before. And he was true and constant in his pursuit of me. I was both excited that I was going to finally experience everything that I had always yearned for and scared out of my mind that I did not have the map to navigate these uncharted waters and that the more he got to know me, the more he would discover what I had believed about myself for most of my life. And that is that I did not deserve amazing relationships because my father didn't even think a relationship with me was important enough to foster to even try. Let me tell you, the minute that the fear I felt of being found unworthy became greater than my excitement at having the thing I had always wanted, I sabotaged it. That relationship was doomed from the start because I just could not wrap my mind around what he saw in me to treat me so well. I was not used to it. My brain did not have any programmed responses to these new feelings and sensations. And frankly, I was overwhelmed by the magnitude of it all. I simply could not handle it. I did not have the tools to help me to navigate the new experience. So I created landmines of self-sabotage everywhere until eventually the relationship ended and I could go back to my unfulfilling relationships because that is what I was used to. That's what I had the programming to respond to. It's not what I wanted, but it's what I always had. It was a hot mess. 
So let's take a deep dive into why I would sabotage something I deeply yearned for. Too often as survivors of trauma, you morph into who you need to be to survive. The problem with this defense mechanism is that even when the time has passed and the pain of the trauma has subsided, you are still wearing your mask. Your most authentic self is tucked away far beneath the surface, and although you yearn for deep connection, very few people know the real you. With everything you've experienced, it can be hard to take off that mask and be free. And let's be honest, sometimes it's easier and safer to have it on. That's why I wrote Access Authenticity. This 75-day journal and strategic guide will guide you through over 170 deep reflective questions so that your most authentic self can stop being your secret identity and start being your truest identity. You deserve amazing relationships, but you won't experience them if nobody ever gets to see the real you. Head on over to Amazon today and get your copy of Access Authenticity Journal Plus Strategy. Now let's get back into this week's goodness. And the answer is simple. It's fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear that I will get used to this great thing I'm experiencing and it will be taken away. Fear that the other shoe will drop and I will discover that this person tricked me into believing that he was different and now I see that he was just like everybody else. Fear that I have not done enough to deserve this relationship. And fear that he will decide that I am not worth all of the trouble and leave. Fear. Paralyzing, stop you in your tracks, fear. This fear was so real to me because I had a script that my reactions and my behaviors and my feelings were governed by. And what that relationship did is it totally went against what I had always known to be true. My script told me that my relationships consisted of me always needing to overextend myself in pursuit of proving my worthiness to men who did not want what I wanted and who did not have the capacity for the type of emotional connection I needed. And yet knowing this, I still went into these relationships, understanding what my role was in those relationships. Because that first relationship that felt so different from what I was used to went against that script that I always governed myself by, it had to go. It had to go. What we need to understand about ourselves is that we are programmed to seek out whatever we are most used to having. Brianna Weiss says that what you believe about your life is what you will make true about your life. And for so long, what I believed is that I was not deserving of amazing relationships. So, After you discover what the script that has been governing your life by is, uh, 
you need to start to think about, okay, well, what am I going to do about this? How do I flip the script? Now, flipping the script is something that we talk about because the scripts that we have are governing what it is that we're doing. They're governing how we feel about things. They're governing how we react to situations and all of that. And a lot of us don't understand that these scripts are really what has caused us to believe the things that we believe about ourselves and to make true in our lives the things that we have believed. So when we talk about how do we flip the script, we have to first think about, okay, we need to identify what that script is. We need to reimagine what a new script needs to be, and then we need to implement. So let's break that down a little bit. You want to start by identifying the script that you are currently using to govern how you show up in relationships. Asking yourself questions like, what did I see and experience growing up that shaped my views on what was possible for me in relationships? And what behaviors have I adopted as a result of my views on relationships will help you to drill down into what your relationship script is. After you are crystal clear about what your script actually is, it's time to reimagine what is possible by creating a new script that supports what you deeply yearn for. Fairy tales and romance novels are not a great model to aspire to. They are for entertainment only. I repeat, do not dare try and model your new script after what you read in your favorite romance novel. This is where you need to actually take some time to get to the core of what you actually want. Let questions like, what does an amazing relationship feel like to me? And if fear of abandonment and fear of rejection weren't factors at all, how would I show up in the relationship that I just described? Let those questions guide you. And lastly, you implement the strategy that will support the new script that you created. The strategy includes the tools and the resources that you need to sustain this new normal. That could be getting a therapist or a relationship coach, joining a support group, or having a, a couple who has been married for a very long time be mentors to you and your significant other or your spouse. It also is sharing your concerns and your discoveries with your partner, especially if you are currently in a relationship that is a disconfirming experience for you. And it also means that you are going to investigate your fears to make sure that they are real because you do not want to act on any fear that you have not investigated and end up sabotaging something that you have no business sabotaging. So investigating your fears is really going to help you to understand, hey, what am I doing here? Is this reaction or is this fear something that supports the new script that I have written? 
or is this something that is just a layover from the old script that was governing my actions? And if you have been able to figure out that this is just, you know, some residual from the old script that you've been living by, that is something that should help you to pause to figure out what may have happened to trigger that old script and what you need to do in order to support yourself in this moment so that you both understand that this is something that you can share with your partner and this is also something that you can use your your new tools to get through. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and we'll definitely be back next week with all new content coming up for the new month. But before we go, as always, I want you to hear this and it is that you deserve amazing relationships. But before you see the fruit, you have to plant the seed. And what we discussed today is one way to plant the seed. So you have work to do, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.